love is like over a gillion stuff. Helping someone even if you don't want to. When your parents or your teachers don't tell you to. Giving away stuff that you really, really like. If they want the toys, I'll share. Sale. Toys. It's smiling and saying good things about them. I should say, you have very nice clothes on. I hope my mommy. I played with another person on the playground when she didn't have anybody to play with. And people are loving to me. I feel like I should do it to someone else. Because Jesus did the same for us. Just like your daughter says you will have them do to you. That you should treat the other one just like I've been treated before. Not like bad, but the kind I've been good treated. Nobody really wants to play with somebody who's being mean. Being kind is helping those in need. Give them some food. Get fish and bread and green beans and peas and apples. Oh, my mom and or dad, can we go get food for this hungry person that I found? Um, love is <laughs> hugging your mom and helping her wash the dishes. I just get the water thing and just spray them. People show me love by holding my hand. And they also give me a kiss from the head when I'm asleep very lightly. There's people that don't get love in other places of the world. You help them. Just help people. If we show people love, they can spread it all around the world. Okay, come here, Mommy. <laughs> I'll show her something. I'll show you something. Come here, Mommy. morning everybody how's everybody doing today y'all doing all right that's all right make some noise all right y'all I need y'all to bear with me today I'm a little under the weather um, so we're gonna get through this all right so we're gonna go right through the word nobody's gonna touch this mic afterwards and um, I, as I promised we're gonna do our vision casting today where I'm going to just explain to everybody uh, what our vision is for 2019. All right? All right. So uh, for the month of January, we've been doing a series on what? Real, which is our mission statement. And real is what? R? E? A? L? All right. How do we reach? Up? Look at y'all. Y'all killing it. All right. Evangelism. Evangelism means what? Go. So if you explain it in one word, go, but it also means what? To proclaim or to testify of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Except, we talked about this last week. Lord, y'all like, <laughs> y'all forgot. It basically, we're, we're accepting the will of God from whatever angle or for whatever view he's given us. All right. And today we're dealing with love. We're going to have some problems today with love because uh, I, I read some scriptures this week and I was like, God, I need I need some help with some love. I need love. All right. So those of you that have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of First John. <clears throat> Don't hold this sermon against me. First John four and seven. First John four and seven. If you have your Bibles, you can go there. If you have your phone. You can go there if you have your tablet, 
you can go there if you don't have anything guess what god has blessed us with a screen that you can read right off of when you get there say amen if you're not there say hold up all right <laughs> all right we there are we there y'all all right it says i'm going to read um First John 4, 7 through 21. I'm going to try to get through this whole text because we got a couple things we need to discuss. Um, so I'm going to go as far as I can today, if that's all right. All right. It says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives with us, lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us, he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. That is a powerful verse all by itself. And so we know and rely on the love of God as for us. God is love. Whoever lives, didn't I read this already? Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete amongst us so that we will live, we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. All right. I'm going to stop there, I guess. All right. We ain't there yet. So let's go back to First John 4 and 7. So the first thing we want to deal with in this seventh verse, you guys with me? is when you go back to 1 John 4 and 7, the first thing that John wants to uh, draw to our attention is that first, the first two words. It says, dear friends, which tells us that he's identifying with a certain group. And that certain group that he's identifying with, as he begins to share about love, is believers. Because only believers really know what the true meaning of love is. So John is not talking to anybody because John understands that everybody will not understand the concept of love. So who John is talking to is he's talking to people that have been born again, that understand the power of the cross, that understand the power of God, how when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And because we understand that concept, we understand what love is. So a lot of the world doesn't understand love because they don't understand God. A lot of people struggle with how to love because they don't know who God is. And when we find ourselves struggling with loving, we have to question 
and we have to study our relationship with God. Y'all with me? So we as believers, we have a different code. We have a code that's different than the rest of the world. We have something called agape love. And agape love means, I have to laugh, unconditional love. And how many of us can say that we have unconditional love? Most of us have a tipping point. Most of us have a wall. Most of us have a line that when that line is crossed, our love is up. And that's not what this scripture is referring to. Now, let me be clear. All right. As y'all can see, I don't feel too well, but I'm going to get through this. Let me be clear. All right. Unconditional love does not mean that you have to deal with abuse. Unconditional love does not mean that you have to deal with being taken advantage of. The scriptures tell us that after you've done everything that you can do, that you should separate. But there still should be some type of love towards a person even after a separation. Y'all with me? So what is the definition of love? What does the Bible say love consists of? If we were to define love, how would we define it in the scriptures? In the book of 1 Corinthians, 13th chapter, you guys ready? I want you to test your love today. I want y'all to test your love. Y'all ready? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love does not dishonor others. Love is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. This is, this is the hard one right here. It keeps no records of wrongs. <laughs> it keeps no records of, some of y'all laughing because if you've been married for a while, you hold stuff in, and when that big argument pops up, y'all start bringing up old stuff that you never mentioned when it was going. Th That's why you leave the dishes out. Every single. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all holding stuff in now, and you waiting for the next big argument to let it all out because you're holding record and you're tallying over how many times somebody messed up. Love does not hold record of wrongs. Y'all with me? Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. Watch this. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always hopes. Hmm. Love is when I can look beyond where you are right now and see where you're capable of going. Mm. 
Y'all with me? It always perseveres. Love never fails. Now watch this. Where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Which tells us what? That you can have all those gifts of the Spirit, but love is more important than all of those. So you can speak in tongues, you can shout, you can holler, you can dance, you can do all of that. But if you have no love, then none of that has any real weight. And I don't know about y'all, but I grew up in a charismatic environment. And there's a lot of spiritual giftings. But we can't say all the time that there was a lot of love. And I'm not knocking. But sometimes we put the gifts over the love. Are y'all with me? A lot of times we put, oh, well, I'm anointed. Oh, well, I'm a preacher. Oh, well, I'm this and I'm that. But the question is, can you love? So John, back to 1 John, John begins to share with us again that the only way that we can get this kind of love is from God. Because agape love is not normal love. <laughs> Unconditional love is not normal. Y'all with me? When you love unconditionally, it's got to be God. Anybody ever like going through something and forgiving somebody and you know that it had to be God for you to forgive them for what they did to you? All right, it's quiet in here. That is an example of unconditional love. And he shares with us that the only way that we can get to that level of love is through God. Hope Haven, the greatest gift of the Holy Spirit or the greatest evidence of the Holy Spirit is the love of God. I'm not downplaying any other gifts. I'm not downplaying any other uh, 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 you know, uh, things that we do in the church. But if we don't have love in here first, we have nothing. So Royce went to Galatians earlier, and the first word that came up for the fruits of the Spirit was what? Which tells us that the first thing before we get to all of the other, get, other fruits of the Spirit, the first thing that we have to do is we have to love. Everyone, watch this, who loves has been born of God and knows God. You with me? Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love amongst us. So he's sharing with us here that not only am I love, but I'm going to give you an example of how much I am or how I am love. So you have to understand that from the beginning of time, God created man in his image and likeness. He gave us purpose. We walked in our own, we walked in our own calling. We walked in our own will. But somewhere along the line, we, we did not meet all of the needs of 1 Corinthians. Adam and Eve wanted the pride of life. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians that love is not self-seeking. So they moved out of one of the attributes of love, which put them 
inside of a nature of sin. Whenever you do not fulfill all of those natures or those attributes of 1 Corinthians uh, 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 13 and 4, then you open the door up for sin to enter into your life. If your love is not patient, if your love is not kind, if your love has no perseverance, if your love has no hope, then you open the door for Satan to get into your life. If you can't forgive people, you opened up your heart to become hardened and you make your heart, your heart so hardened that you can possibly keep God from entering in to transform and do things in your life. So when we don't fulfill all of those attributes of love, we leave the door open for Satan to enter into our life. Adam and Eve moved one of the attributes of love. They wanted their eyes open so that they could be like God's. And the moment they moved that attribute out of the way was the moment that Satan could enter in. When you lose hope in people, when you can't forgive, when you can't embrace, when you can't believe, watch this, when you're constantly talking about other people, when you're constantly judging other people, you open the door for Satan to come in. And now you've removed the attributes and you've changed your nature. So now Adam and Eve's nature changes because they've lost what the true meaning of love was. And now sin has entered into the nature of man. And there's no hope without love. Because remember, God is love. So they're spiraling out of control. Mankind is spiraling out of control. Y'all with me? Can I go a step further? Adam had Seth. Seth goes through his generations. He has Noah. Noah's a great man. But the Bible says that after Noah goes through the flood, he has a little sippy sip, gets drunk, and he, he sins. Uh-huh. Sinful nature. We go further on. Abraham. Abraham's a liar. Isaac picks up his daddy's uh, 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 attribute, and the Bible says he becomes a liar. Jacob picks up some attributes. He becomes a trickster. Moses becomes a murderer. David becomes an adulterer. Solomon becomes, uh, becomes a, just a polygamous, polygamous. I'm making up words. Wild boy that splits the kingdom. And now the world is out and it's in despair with no hope because it's lost its love. And the only way that God can reconcile man is through love. So what does he do? He sends his son Christ to die on the cross for people that don't deserve it. I'm not crying my throat. He sends people to die on the cross for people that don't deserve it. And if he could humble himself, put himself in flesh, and go to the cross and die for you, how can you hold a grudge against somebody that owes you $5? We were so indebted in our sins that there was no hope for us to ever enter into eternity with God. But over 2,000 years ago, Christ died on the cross when he didn't have to. So that every single one of us can have eternal life. And what he's saying is, I'm not just telling you to love, but I've given you an example of what happens when you love. So he says, there's no way in the world that you can have love 
and not have my attributes. So he says, whoever does not love does not know me because I am love. This is how God showed love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Hmm. You have to understand there's, there's no need for God to come here on this earth for us. He could, he, he's God. He could have created another earth. He could have created another species. He could have created another type of human being. But he never gave up hope in all of us. And if he never gave up in hope in us, we can't give up hope in other people. I don't know why I'm here today. But we have to have the attributes of Christ in our life if we're going to call ourselves Christians. Like I said, don't be foolish. Don't allow somebody to take advantage of you. Don't allow somebody to walk all over you. But don't become so hard in that one person hurts you so bad that you can never love again. Don't allow one situation to prevent you from moving on in your life. Because what happens is when you close your heart, you're missing your assignment to love someone else. When you allow one hurt to prevent you from loving ever again, you're missing out on covering someone else with love that you have that you could give them, but because you were hurt from something that happened 20 years ago, you're missing your assignment. You're missing what God has called you to do. If we all tell the truth in here, we've all been hurt one way or another. We've all had some circumstances. We've all had some issues. We probably all can sit in a circle right now and share some stuff that happened to us, and we all cry. Just all, just, just tell some types of stories. But aren't you glad that you didn't give up on love? Aren't you glad that you didn't allow that relationship to prevent you from moving into the relationship with the right person? If I allowed my past to get in my way, I would have never moved on. I would have never been able to love again. And if I, never, if I never was able to love again, I would never have the children that I have. And I would never be able to share that joy and that love with my children. Y'all with me? We cannot allow our past to prevent us from moving in the future with love. Are y'all with me? So it says, this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. Watch this. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. No one has ever seen God. But when they see his attributes in you, they get a glimpse of what God is. I don't know what I don't. I've never seen God before. But Lord, the way Kara loves. That's got to be God. Woo. 
ain't never seen his hands. I ain't never seen his feet. You know, you hear a lot of them stories. You know, I, I fell out in the spirit and I seen his hand just pick me up. I, I'm not doubting it. Maybe that happened. But if it never happened, the fact that I can see love in you is a greater testimony. And it shows me what God looks like when I see the attributes of love in you. Hope Haven, what I mean by love is for folks that have never seen God, the reason why love is part of our mission statement is because we're going to show God without people ever seeing him. When they don't have food, we're going to feed them. When they don't have certain things, we're going to help provide. And they're going to say, I'm not a Christian. I ain't never been to church. But those folks over there, they have so much love that I may not know what exactly my belief is, but there's something special about what those people are doing in that community that I see God in them. Time is out for us to be calling ourselves Christians with no love. There's enough churches in this town. There's enough churches around the country. You go into the inner cities, there's a church on every corner. But where is love? Where is the community? Where do people see God in it? And God is not always just a handshaking and a foot stomping and a Bible speaking and a tongue speaking and all that. Sometimes God is in you just meeting the need of someone when you have it. So one of the greatest ways that people will see God is through our love. Am I making sense today? This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his. He has given us his. All right, I'm going to say it again. He has given us his. All right. So. He's God, the father. He's God, the son. He's God. Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit. You have love. It didn't say the tongues. You put an extra emphasis on speaking in tongues. But it says here that if we have the spirit, we have his love. (laughs) Let's go back. We ain't got to go there. But in 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, it gave us all the attributes of what love is. Y'all with me? So if you say you have the Holy Ghost, you have all those attributes in 13 and, 13 and 4 through 8. Mm. And then he goes a step further in 8 and he says tongues will cease and prophecy will cease. But love will always remain. Which tells us that love is even more important than all of those gifts of the spirit. Now let me be clear, okay? I am not downplaying uh, the gifts of the spirit. Do I believe in prophecy? Absolutely. Do I believe in, in, in speaking of tongues? Absolutely. I believe in what the Bible says. But what I'm saying is we're not going to put an overemphasis on those things and not focus on the foundation of what's important about Christianity. If you go through the book of Acts, you will see that it was deeper than just the charismatic part of the church. The Bible says that they had all things in common. And can I go a step further? Because a lot of folks have questions about tithes and offerings and all of that. 
when those folks joined the church, they sold all their possessions. Let's see how Christ-like all of us are. Now, that's love. Can you imagine just signing your deed or your mortgage over to somebody and telling me, I just love the church. I'm like, look, I, I need deliverance. But in those days, they were so in love with what God was doing that they sold all their possessions over to the church so that no one that was connected to the church would lack in any area of their life. Now, we live in a different dispensation. I'm not telling us to do that. Don't y'all, look, let me, I ain't, ain't going to never hear me say that. That was during the time of that era. But what I, will, what I will say is for those of us that have a little extra and you see someone in need, the Christ-like thing to do is to try to help someone that's in lack and in need. Y'all with me? All right. So <clears throat> this is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us the spirit. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges Jesus Christ is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. Um, <sighs> if I had time, I would just work with that one sentence, but I'm not going to park there too long because uh, we would have a whole theological debate here. And so we know and rely on the love of God has for us. God is love and whoever lives in God, lives in love, lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete amongst us that we will have confidence of the day of judgment and this world, we are like Jesus. Watch this, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. Look at your neighbor and say, love is fearless. Love is fearless. Love goes beyond what I'm uncomfortable with. Remember, we talked about this last week. I'm, I promise you, March, I'm a hoop and holler. I'm going to go back to Pastor Joel, Pastor Joel. I'm like, it's going to come. Y'all going to be like, wow. <laughs> you, 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 you look at this text, and we talked about this last week that when the church was first established, the majority of the church was what? Jewish. Jewish, right? Jesus' 12 disciples were Jewish. They were from Galilee. They were fishermen. They were common men from Jewish heritage. On the day of Pentecost, which is a Jewish feast, 3,000 souls were added to the church, right? Then another 5,000 were added. But the Bible says that Christ died for all men, which meant that the Gentiles had an opportunity to receive Christ as well. But the only way that they were going to be added to the church was that these men would have to become fearless enough to preach the gospel to people, even when it wasn't popular to preach that gospel to them. We are going to have to be fearless in our approach with the gospel because we understand that God loves everybody. Amen. And because he loves everybody, we're gonna to have to go to people that most people will not minister to because uh, that ain't the way, that ain't what we used to. It's easy to preach the gospel to folks that have already had some type of church in them. It, it, it's easy to, to preach, it's easy for me to preach today in here, and I've done it, 
and draw an altar call of folks that already know who Jesus is. But how many of us are fearless enough to give the gospel to someone that has never stepped foot in the church before? How many of you are willing to defend the gospel to an atheist who does not believe in this book? And how many of us have enough knowledge to have a conversation with someone when they have questions? And you don't just go on, what? My pastor said. You, you know, that's what we go to. Well, maybe you need to come to my church because my pastor, no. How about we should be strong enough in the Bible to if the pastor ain't around, I can share with you my own experience of how good God is. Love is fearless. Love goes beyond what, we're, what the norm is or what we're used to. Amen. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because God loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister, my God, my God, let me go back. Whoever claims to love God Look, some of y'all are like, I ain't talked to my sister in five years. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister, and I got to go grab it, cannot, I'm going to go there, cannot love God whom they have not seen. So basically, <laughs> it's all right. Unconditional love, and I'm done here, requires us to move. Y'all with me? Unconditional love requires us to move beyond our feelings of what was done to us in our past or what has hurt us. All right? So my prayer today, and, and I'm going to go into our uh, vision for 2019. Our prayer for today is that God teaches us to have unconditional love. Y'all with me? My prayer today is that God works in our heart. Now listen, it's a process. Some folks have hurt us so bad that it's going to take a long a while. It's going to take some reconciliation. Might take some counseling. Might take some, you know, some conversations over the course of time and years to get through it. So let me help you real quick. There are Teach me how to love. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> I had a cold. <clears throat> I could hit that note in love. There's four different types of love, all right? And I'm done here. There's storage, which is empathy, or a mother's love. How many mothers we have in here? How many fathers we have in here? The moment those babies was born, Brother Ty, you, you, you fell in love, didn't you? You'll protect, you'll kill, you fight, anything for them. Natural, because that's your blood. So that's kind of cheating, because they're yours. They look like you. I look back there, they look like both of y'all, just all, all four of them. Right? So that's, that's that love. We all got that. Royce got that. All right? Second one is philia. Philadelphia. Y'all heard of Philadelphia? What's Philadelphia? 
city of brotherly love. That's when you love, you love your friend, you love your homie, you love, you know, that's cool. That's, that's, that's love that is built over time. Anybody got a best friend? Anybody got a good friend? Some of y'all, I ain't got no best friend. Anybody got a good friend? A friend you might fight for? Jesus. Y'all, I don't fight for nobody. <laughs> y'all got like a good, nobody got a good friend? Yeah. All right, thank you, Jesus. All right, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. I got a couple, I, I, you know, I'll jump out the car for. And a couple of them, I'm, I'll call the police. <laughs> you know, it's a few of them, you know. I ain't spoke to you in the four years. I don't know if we still cool like that. Would you jump out the car for me? That's brotherly love. All right, that's love that has been built over time. It's been built over trust. It's been built over relationship. Then there's eros. This ain't really love. This is lust. It's sexual. That's all it is. It's sexual. And a lot of times folks somehow um, blend the lines between eros and what real love is. That's not love. No, you like their body. You like their personality. But you don't really love them. And then the last one is the one we talked about today, and that's agape love. And that is unconditional love. That goes beyond sex. That goes beyond family. That goes beyond friends. That goes to the love that Jesus shared with us. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. And neighbor doesn't necessarily mean that you know him. It just means that there's somebody near to you, someone in your community. And that's agape love. So, three points. All right, all right, I'm making good time. Three points. Love, true love, only comes from God. Those of us that are struggling this week with loving people, pray to God and ask God to teach you how to love. Number two, when we walk in love, we walk in God. Our attributes are demonstrated our attributes of God are demonstrated by how we love. You are not showing God if you're not showing love. Number three, love is fearless. Love jumps over boundaries. Love goes beyond boundaries. Love makes you do things that you wouldn't do. But because you love, you go beyond the norm because that's just what love does. Anybody ever just go beyond? You ever go above and beyond because you just love? Now all them love songs make sense, right? I'll give you the sun, the rain, the moon. Y'all know that song, ready or not. Come on now, after seven, 1989. All right. All right, so we're going to stop here. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this word on today, God. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for meeting us in this place, God. God, we're just going to ask you, God, today, God, to just continue, God, to demonstrate your love towards us, God, and help us understand the power and the meaning of love. God, touch our hearts, touch our minds, God. Teach us, God, how to forgive, God. Teach us, God, how to continue, God, to move on, God. Con teach, teach us, God, how to continue, God, just to push through, God, in love. And, Lord, Lord, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. To our accomplishments of what we were able to do in 2018. Um, through all of you, all you guys volunteering, your time, your love, your offerings, your giving. We were able to do a lot last year. So on last year, we launched <laughs> September 9th, uh, 2018, Hope Haven Church launched um, as a church. 
Um, those of you that know, we actually, um, we started doing Bible studies uh, around June of 2017. Um, and then August of 2018, we did something called Fearless Friday, where we would meet at um, Red Dwarf Studios in Sewell, New Jersey, every first Friday, and we did that for a year. And then on September 9th, 2018, we launched um, as Hope Haven Church. In October of last year, we did our breast cancer awareness fundraiser. Um, <laughs> I actually wore my pink hoodie the other day in Wawa. Um, everybody gave me a lot of compliments for it. Um, we actually, we, are, uh, we did our, our, launch, our launch fundraiser at the Voorhees Town Center. Um, that was a great night. Um, we did our Thanksgiving food drive. We were able to feed, I believe, eight families. Um, we did our Christmas toy drive. We were able to supply toys to over six families. We want to thank you guys. Give yourselves a round of applause for that. <clears throat> uh, we had our New Year's Eve service. We have our fourth Sunday fellowships now um, with the thanks of the Smith and Mosley sisters. And um, this Friday, we completed our finishing touches to obtaining our uh, 501c3. Praise God. <clears throat> so um, those of you that would like those forms for your tax purposes, please let me know. I'll print them out for you. It's tax return time. I know y'all wanted to you know, put that in so y'all can get your money. Um, so let us know. We'll be able to print that out for you. Um, those of you that were given on Givelify, you should have received your tax statement online. Did y'all get that email this week? Yeah. All right. Um, but if you're given through PayPal or you've given through the offering plates, let us know. We can give you that so that you can include your contributions to Hope Haven Church when you um, do your taxes. Um, also want to add on there that in 2018, we launched our podcast. So every Monday morning, but they've been on point, Sunday night now, you can actually, well, I get a notification on my phone. This message that I just preached will be available probably tonight. Um, so you can hear the messages throughout the course of the week, or if you missed a Sunday, you can go back and hear all of our messages from before. I ain't putting you on, on the spot. It'll be done tomorrow. I'll say tomorrow. He like, I ain't trying to do nothing tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> all right. So for 2019. Uh, we broke it into our mission statements, reach, evangelize, accept, and love. And we're gonna, we, we wanted to make sure that we meet every need of our mission statement for 2019, all right? So this is how we're going to reach. In 2019, we're going to do our Christmas toy drive. I want to double it. We did six families. I want to do 12. I know Sister Vesta like, no, we not. Yes, we are. We're going to do 12 families this year because we're going to grow. So if we're going to grow, we want to bless more families. So I want to try to bless 12 families with Christmas gifts for all their children for Christmas. Can we do that? Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving food drive. We fed, we fed eight families. I want to feed 16 families this year. All right. <clears throat> um, we're going to do our breast cancer awareness campaign. We're going to do that. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go a step further with that. Um, we're going to have a food truck event um, that's going to serve the community of Woodbury. Kara's finding that out right now. I'm playing. We Those of y'all know Kara has a food truck, her business. So we want to be a blessing to her. We're going to supply her with the money and foods and all that. So Kara, we ain't going to put you out there and just you can use your own money. Uh, but we're going to be doing some type of food truck event this spring um, out here in Woodbury where we're going to be able to feed the community. All right. We're going to have a church barbecue this year. <clears throat> And then um, we're gonna, we have an idea that we're working on 
where we're going to go to a local laundromat and we're just going to buy the laundromat out for the day. And as families come in, their laundry will be covered for that day in a local laundromat here in the city of Woodbury. All right. All this is being done with your contributions on Sunday. So I don't want y'all thinking the past taking y'all money. I got a Dodge minivan. I ain't got no Escalade outside. So all y'all money is going towards a good cause. Please believe it. Because I would have had something by now. <laughs> I get up every morning and go to work like y'all. All right. So that's our REACH initiatives. For our evangelism initiative, we're going to be partnering with Shorehouse Ministries. This is a ministry that goes into the city of Camden. Um, they, you probably may have seen them before. They're at, uh, what is it, Broad and Atlantic. It's a big truck out there. Um, yes. Um, so we partnered with them last year. We're going to do it again this year. We're going to do it maybe two or three times this year. Um, we'll keep you guys updated with that. So we're going to be in the city of Camden. Um, partnering and witnessing and ministering to the people, ministering to the people out in the city of Camden through Shorehouse Ministries, all right? Um, we're gonna be doing prayer walks. Y'all like, what are prayer walks? Prayer walks is when we're gonna walk through the community, we're probably gonna go through downtown Woodbury, uh, just praying over the city, shaking hands, meeting people, telling them about Hope Haven Church, um, you know, possibly partnering with some local businesses um, and just really getting our name out there and praying over the city that God draws souls uh, into the kingdom of God, not necessarily into Hope Haven Church, but just into the city, into the body of Christ. Uh, we're going to be working on baptisms in 2019. Um, we're going to be surve surveying the land, um, just looking around throughout. I want to stay right here. This is where we started. This is where we're going to be. So we're going to be looking around um, the city of Woodbury um, eventually because we're going to get our own location, uh, hopefully. Um, so we're going to be working on that in the um, spring months. So we're going to be just looking around the city of Woodbury, looking for locations where we can plant there. Um, obviously, we need a little more space just for our children's ministry and things of that sort. So we'll be working on that this spring. Um, and we're going to get back to our Bible study haven groups. All right. So. Um, we're going to have our women's Bible study, our men's Bible studies. Um, we're going to work on meeting at um, just some local restaurants and local um, places in the area. So they may say the women's Bible study is at the Colonial Diner this Wednesday. Um, the ladies will meet there, um, have some conversations, some food, some fellowship, some fun, some love, all that great stuff. All right. That's our evangelism initiatives. 2019 acceptance. Uh, we're going to have our Family and Friends Month in the month of July. This is when we're going to ask everybody, invite your mom, your cousin, your uncle, Ray Ray, you know, Shanene, all of them, tell them to come. You know, if they ain't never been to church before, it'd be like, yo, they only an hour and a half. They ain't even that long. Just sit there, you know, and, and we're going we to just give them some gospel, all right? We're going to have a World Cultural Sunday. Anybody got a little something in your blood outside of just African-American? All right, everybody gonna say Indian. Y'all just lying. I got some Chickasaw. <laughs> Indigenous. Anybody got some 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 Native American in your blood? All right, y'all can actually go do a blood test. All right, some of y'all lying. I found out I'm from Benin. Y'all like where is that? That's in uh, West Africa somewhere. So I'm gonna have to find me a Benin dish and bring something in for like that fourth Sunday fellowship. Anybody got some Jamaican in them, some island, Caribbean? <laughs> All right, so we, we might have to do a DNA test, see what y'all got in y'all. <laughs> That's a shame, y'all don't even know y'all history. So I, um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. I did a, um, 
what do you call it? Ancestral.com on my, my father's side. And my grandfather is African-American. Like, you know, a very dark-skinned man. But he lied on the census report and said that he was a white man. I don't know why. But that's just my dad's side of the family. They just all, I just, they just do weird stuff. So um, we're going to do that one Sunday. I'll let you guys know when that comes up. And then we're going to just do some topical issues where we deal with some real issues, just have some real conversations. So we're going to be working on that soon. Finally, uh, love initiatives. Um, we're going to have some prayer events. We're going to have some more fellowships outside of the fourth Sunday fellowships. Um, we're going to be looking for more opportunities to serve. And uh, Zanella Photography is going to be doing a family photo event where they'll be taking family photos. Um, so grab your families, grab, you know, grab your dog. You know, that's right. Grab your baby. Um, bring them in. We're going to take some pictures with them. And then you guys can have a nice picture to put on your wall with your family. All right. All right. So if you have any questions, you guys let me know. Um, once again, I want to thank you guys for everything. Thank you guys for your giving. Thank you guys for sowing into Hope Haven Ministry, really believing in the, in the vision. And I'm looking forward to 2019. Anybody looking forward to 2019? All right. Praise God. So um, I'm going to call Royce up, Minister Royce. Uh, the Herbert's up. They're going to serve communion. Um, we're going to ask you guys, grab some food. What we got, Selena? We got, I know you said turkey soup. Chili, chicken. Oh, Y'all better, don't leave without getting something. Also, um, we're doing our Relationships Uncensored next month. Y'all do not want to miss not one Sunday. It's going to be bananas. Um, we're going to be dealing with singles, married people, whole nine. Um, just, you guys are going to just see different dynamics of marriage. My wife and I won't talk too much about our marriage, but we'll give you guys a little transparency of how we operate. Um, and we're going to go through scripture. Um, so the next four weeks is going to be about marriage relationships. Those of you that are single, we're going to have weeks for singles. It's going to be great. Um, so we're going to be doing interviews immediately after service. We're going to grab some of y'all real quick, about two minutes, ask a couple questions. We're going to chop it up, make a nice little video. And we're going to have those on on Sundays before I get up to preach the message. All right. All right. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you would like to partner with us or make a donation, Please visit our site at www.go2hopehaven.org. Our mission statement is to reach, evangelize, accept, and love. Your contribution will be a blessing to many in our local community, nationally, and even internationally. Again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more next week.